Hi, I'm Marie Jenkins and this is my podcast The Secret Diary of Marie Jenkins 47+. In today's Wellbeing Week episode, we interview Cathy Scott from Hands On at Work and also the author of Rubbing Shoulders with the Best. Enjoy. So hi everybody, it's Marie Jenkins from Advance Your Wellbeing and today for our Wellbeing Week we have the lovely Cathy Scott. Hiya Cathy. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm very good, thank you and thank you so much for joining me today. Pleasure. <laughs> it's, it's great because we've been doing lots of catch-ups on Zoom because previously you lived in Worcestershire but now you've moved house I believe. I have, yes. I'm now in sunny Norfolk. <laughs> How fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's great. It's um yeah, well, it is sunny now at the moment anyway. But, yeah, settling in quite nicely, thank you. <laughs> good, good. So tell me who you are and what is it that you do? Okay. Um well I'm Cathy Scott and I run a business called Hands On at Work and basically it is a workplace massage and well-being services company. So what we do is um, our primary offering has always been the, the massage. So we take that into businesses um, we take a massage chair in um, and set it up in a, a corner of a room, get people to away from their, their desks, come and have a massage for, say, 15, 20 minutes. So it gives them a break during the day. They get a really good pummeling, um, bit of a, a bit of a stretch, and it just gives them time as well to completely switch off, which we all need to do during the day because it is so easy just to carry on and carry on but everybody needs a break so it's a lovely way to take a break um we've been going since 2010 so 11 years now and we started off in Worcestershire and were sort of fairly local to begin with but then started expanding out when we were getting inquiries um, from elsewhere in the UK and so going from effectively one or two people, we've now got a bank of about 100 plus therapists dotted wow. all over the place. Wow, that's fantastic. Fantastic. And I completely get what you say about workplace massage. I mean, our paths first crossed when I was working at BDHT and we had a wellbeing week and uh, hands on at work came in there. Um, and what I'm talking probably about what eight years ago now and then we reconnected when I set up my business and then I had the fantastic pleasure of having a massage at now was it find it in Worcestershire or was it Sterling it was Sterling I believe yes it was um up at the rugby ground wasn't it Worcester Warriors yes yeah. that's right yeah we we had um, a stand at the expo if we do anything like that we always take the chair along to so we always say it's easier to explain what we do by demonstrating it so yes yeah, so we give complimentary five ten minute and yes you, ha you yeah. have one of those and i believe it was matt on our team <laughs> <laughs> what a fantastic memory you've got Catherine. i can i can visualize <laughs> photographs <laughs> <laughs> oh it was it was lovely and it 
it's just nice to have that sort of headspace, isn't it, to have some yeah. sort of relaxation. So, yeah, brilliant. And we'll talk a bit more about that later. But can you talk me through sort of your career in wellbeing and how did you get to doing what you do? <laughs> well, um, I haven't always been in wellbeing. Um, I used to work in the legal profession. I was a property lawyer for... Um, probably nearly 20 years wow. <laughs> um but you know call it midlife crisis or whatever you want I don't know um but I I, I did enjoy what, what I did but then I got to a point where I wasn't enjoying it anymore um there'd been changes in the place where I worked and I just felt as if it was sort of time to move on really I didn't feel as if I wanted to do the same thing for another 20 years so um, I didn't actually think about massage at the time, hadn't even crossed my mind, but I just gave my notice in and thought, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> so I just <laughs> left <laughs> um, and then did a bit of locum work for a while just to pay the bills. Um, but then that was coming up to the end of 2007 when um, things started going wrong with sort of like the bank crisis, you know, all the problems with Northern Rock. And I used to do property. So it was at that point where I thought, well, I probably won't be getting so much work. Um, what do I really, really want to do? And I still don't know to this day why I chose massage. I think somebody must have sown the idea in my head, the seed of an idea somewhere along the line. Um, so, I, so I went on the internet and started searching courses in, in massage. And um, I found one down in the Cotswolds. And I thought, oh, it's nice down there. We'll go down there then. <laughs> and that yeah. was my logic, you know. Um, so I signed up. And I've always said that it was a good job that I'd actually paid my money before I actually properly looked at the course content because all the anatomy and physiology you have to learn. I thought, yeah. oh no, I failed my biology O-level. <laughs> what am I going to do? And I did struggle. I have to say there was a lot to learn. So it was basically holistic massage, but then you had to learn all sort of obviously, you know, what you're working on makes sense, doesn't it? You know, you're working yeah. on the body, what do the muscles do? you know and all this sort of thing um so yes yeah, so that was beginning of 2008 and um and then i think sort of once you've done the course you then get a bug to do all different courses as well so then i did an indian head massage course but at the time, I remember in the kitchen there were um, there was information about chair massage, and I thought, oh, that looks interesting. And I immediately thought, I don't know because of my background of having worked in um, offices, but I thought that would be a good thing to take into businesses. I'd really quite like to do this. Um, so anyway, so within a, a year, I think it was, so I, I found um, a good chair massage course. So I did that and basically thought well that's now where my my focus will be um so initially when i when i first qualified i did um rent a room in a therapy room which was attached to a shop in the crown gate shopping center in worcester <laughs> and um and that was great and i was just doing holistic massage indian head massage but within 18 months that shop unfortunately closed down so but it was about that time i, I was just finishing my chair massage so I just thought, well, OK, it's telling me now this is the time, you know, to think what you're going to do with it. And um, I took a short term business letter, a business park in Worcester that introduced me to the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, um, they were very, very supportive, I have to say. 
and gave us plenty of opportunities to sort of demonstrate and explain what we do. Um, and so, of course, then that introduced me to networking and it sort of, you know, went on from there, really, and built from there. Yeah. So Chamber of Commerce is, is fantastic. I mean, obviously, I'm in Hereford and Worcester Chamber mm. of Commerce area, but now you've moved to Norfolk, you've actually joined the Chamber there as well. So I have, yes, yeah. Um, as I say, our, our first chamber was Hereford and Worcester, and they were they were just so good to us. And you know, they they support you in so many different ways, don't they? Yeah. You know, it's not just sort of networking. Um, and also over time, when we grew and we were sort of expanding to different areas, um, we also belonged to the Birmingham Chamber, and again, you know, they were very good. So yes, yeah, so now I'm over here. I've joined the the Norfolk Chamber as well. Yeah. So. Um, Watch out, Norfolk. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's brilliant though, because like you said, they offer fantastic support for businesses. So uh, yeah. if, if people need any support, it's good to find out where their local chamber is near them. Mm. But uh, let's look at today, where we're at now. So what? before I ask you about the biggest challenge or opportunity for well-being at the moment can we take some time to reflect so obviously if you've you're predominantly been doing sort of massage what how have you diversified through the pandemic and what positives came out of that for you yeah it was a, a bit of a shock in march last year i have to say um because just prior to that we were our busiest time ever I mean you know the business was just flying and then all of a sudden come March 2020 it's oh zero income <laughs> you're not allowed to work um just previous to that we had been exploring other uh, well-being services that we could offer to businesses um because you know a lot of the therapists on the team they're, they're a talented lot you know and they they don't only do the massage some of them are yoga teachers um others do sort of other um complementary therapies that are not necessarily hands-on um we've been working with people who do nutrition this sort of thing so we were thinking well you know what could we offer that where we don't actually have to physically go in, in to see the clients um so we looked at sort of online um courses and i have to say i was a little nervous about doing that um to start with i suppose because we hadn't done it before you know online and i was a bit well we were all new to this weren't we zoom calls and and what have you but um but anyway there was a couple of uh, therapists who then sort of put together some online courses for well workshops for us in mindfulness and desk yoga those in particular um turned out to be sort of very popular yeah and and i think sort of after a couple of the um clients had sort of said yeah yeah we'll try it and and we did it and they were happy with it so then I thought oh okay this does work yeah. <laughs> so although it was nothing obviously to the extent of what we were doing before with the on-site massage um it was something that we, we could offer to clients so um yeah so so that that's um, built up and that's something that we will carry on with as well you Brilliant. know um because i think you know doing a hybrid sort of service of things that are, are remote and those that are on site will work um 
but then I did do something else to do in lockdown. Okay. In in the first lockdown, I did sort of think, mm, okay, well, if I can't actually do the massage, perhaps I'll write about it. Ah. So I wrote about <laughs> in a sentence. Um, I wrote a book. <laughs> Yay! Brilliant. Which I had never would have made the time I would never have made it a priority to do that so that was a big positive for me um that I actually made the time to sort of think yeah I'm going to do this because if if you think sort of back, I always say if you think back to when you were a child and things that you used to enjoy then and I always used to love stories I was always reading and I was always putting myself in the character of stories and I loved writing stories you know and things like that yeah. and then sort of when you get into sort of adulthood quite often that's bashed out of you isn't it because there's too <laughs> many other mundane sensible things to do you know <laughs> and so I sort of rekindled my my love of that I suppose really um obviously I've, I've you know I would never have been able to do it on my own I did have um support and assistance from um, a lady you know, Vicky Fraser of Moxie Books. Um, I had actually been, um, I always say I've been stalking her for about three years previous, <laughs> as in I came across her, um, she was a speaker on a digital marketing course I was doing and I remember at the time thinking, oh I like you, you know, sort of thing, I, sort of, you know how sometimes you just feel that connection with somebody. And um, so I signed up to her daily emails, she, she does sort of like a daily blog. And just before the lockdown in February last year, um, she'd laid down this 29 day challenge where she wanted you to write something every day for 29 days, even if it was just for five minutes. And some of those questions were business related. And um, so I suppose I sort of had that in my mind. And she'd also written a book called How the Hell Do I Write a Book? And <laughs> I just sort of put the two together and thought, I could give this a go so I got her book and then sort of with the thought of well I've already written some things about the business why don't I give it a go <laughs> and so with her help you know um this time last year it was still just words on a computer but we got there probably about end of July August I think for the first draft and and faffed about with it for <laughs> I don't know how long and eventually it was published in December so that's fantastic. So what what's it called? It's called Rubbing Shoulders with the Best. Uh, so it's growing a massage business without the stress. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. So and I also know you've been nominated for an award as well for that oh, book. I know. See, this book has got a little sticker on here and it says Business Book Awards 2021 finalist. I'm waiting for another sticker now to go over the top of that, which will say Business Book Awards 2021, highly commended. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> because I put it into That's the, um, I put it in, I know, thank you. It was in the specialist book category and you can't get much more specialist than a book about massage business. Um, so yeah, so it was a couple of weeks ago, the, the virtual ceremony, and it came out in, as highly commended, so I was absolutely over the moon. <laughs> Congratulations, Cathy. And, and I also sure. have to thank you, Marie, as well, 
I have to say that I have to thank you because I wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for you tagging me into a post in LinkedIn. So there's the power of networking, folks, Absolutely. <laughs> and supporting each other. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's what it's all about, supporting each other, isn't it? And like you yeah. said, I, I after you sort of worked with uh, Vicky Fraser, I'm now working with Vicky Fraser on my book as well. So it, it works both ways, isn't it? But let's take us mm. back to today's landscape then yeah so in relation to well-being so you had a lot of real positive things that came out of the pandemic and lockdown for you and your business by diversifying but what do you think are now the opportunities in the landscape we're in moving forward i think um with the way everybody's been having to work um, well, either working remotely because they've been working at home, others obviously have been furloughed, and there's those who've been working all through. Um, I think mental health awareness is going to be a big thing for employers. Um, because although, well, and also, I mean, we don't know, do we sort of what individual people have experienced through the lockdown you know some of them may have had a really rough time but you know it's not just work is it it's it's personal and they may have suffered loss themselves you know we, we just don't know and and so i think now is the time really for for businesses to reevaluate what have they already got in place um to support their employees and is there anything else they can do and I think one of the things um, that they could make a huge investment in really is, is mental health first aid training. Um, just so that they've, they've got the people there who can recognize, um, you know, observe people really and recognize anything that they feel, you know, isn't right and trying to sort of encourage people to talk about it. Um, and I think also with, with everybody sort of having worked um, individually, if you like, sort of bringing people back and recreating that team spirit, you know, um, that's going to be a big thing as well. Um, some people might feel as if they've sort of lost out maybe on sort of like learning and development, you know, training, that sort of, and, you know, so there's, there's all sorts of things that I think that have got to be addressed. Um, and so, I think really that the, the challenge with sort of well-being now is, is for businesses to, to really take it seriously and invest in it, not just say, oh, yeah, you know, um, we acknowledge that, but skirt over it or, you know, do put something in place as a tick box exercise and then forget yeah. about it sort of thing. It's got to be sort of long term. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be strange really sort of for, for businesses for quite a while really to get back into some sort of routine. But I do think that investing in, in health and wellbeing of staff has got to be a high priority. Ma massively agree with you there, Cathy. I mean, mental uh, first aid is in the in, is in the workplace having first aiders. And I think more and more companies are aware that they need to have mental health first aiders because you know an, an injury to an arm you know is the same as an injury from a mental health perspective so i i totally get it there and, and i think having a robust well-being strategy in place you can do initiatives like have people in for massages doing yoga 
you know, and it just improves the culture of an organisation as well. It does. And, you know, it's, you know, some people might sort of think of things like that, like massage yoga, oh, you know, it's frivolous, but it's not, you know, it's, it's all part of a bigger picture, you know, um, obviously it's not just going to be that, but I do think that sort of things that show um, your employees, you know, that you are looking after and you do care about them. And it's, I think with things like that as well, they, they create conversation, you know, we've we found this sort of before when we've gone into places and, you know, we've done sort of sessions of the massage and then people who haven't been able to get um, a slot, you know, because people have come back and said, oh, it's great, you know, I feel really brilliant, blah, blah. Well, I want that too, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> and I think that's another thing that's been lost over the last year or so, obviously, is there hasn't been that social interaction in the workplace either you know so yeah. if you're doing things that are creating conversations as well you know that's good it, it's all what about harnessing a feel-good factor I think which obviously has been lacking for, for so long you know yeah um, so you know it, they're all sort of like small parts of a bigger picture but they're all equally as important I think I agree totally agree so what how do you how do you maintain your personal well-being Kathy I mean you're always hands-on <laughs> uh, with doing what you do but what about you what how do you invest in yourself um I've <laughs> it's always the the case isn't it sort of a case of practice what you preach you know and for so long I wasn't very good at that at all <laughs> you know telling everybody else is you've got to make time for yourself you've got to take breaks you know yeah. blah 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 and there was I sort of running around like a frazzled goodness knows what um but I do make sure that I do take time i obviously we've just moved to a new area so I'm sort of building up contact here but I did used to have a massage once a month nice. <laughs> um, at the moment I'm going to a chiropractor instead um, but I, I just love being outside so we, we go for, for walks I love walking um, I'm not into sort of like endurance sports or anything like that nice and easy for me so <laughs> nice walks generally being outside just makes me feel better anyway um when we get settled I should definitely be having chickens again because uh -huh. that, was always, that was always my favorite waste of time um, <laughs> chickens for 10 years and they're absolutely and I could actually just sit with them all day long just watching them and their antics to be honest with you um but yeah it's just taking that time out really for yourself and you know and realizing the importance of it because you can't just keep work 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 all the time can you apart from that I I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, it, it's good that you are passionate about your job, but you mm. also need to have a balance between work and investing in yourself as well, for sure. But you do, because otherwise it work can become sort of overwhelming and then you're not really going to be sort of working as efficiently as you could, are you? Because if you used to get to that point where you just sort of think, I am so busy, I don't know what to do next. And you end up doing less anyway, I think. Whereas if you take time out for a breather and, you know, it, yeah. it just makes all the difference, really. So have you, have you sort of come into contact yourself, Kathy, either with somebody that you know that may have had poor mental health or have you experienced it if you're happy to talk about it? Yeah, I think, you know, over the years, yes. But I think the thing is now people 
are willing to talk about it, aren't they? Yeah. As I'm of the generation, <laughs> really, where you never did. You know, you, you don't talk to people like, you know, keep your business to yourself. And, you know, and yeah, so I've, I've seen the outcome of that if you like over the years where and and yeah but, you know I'm like everybody else I've had my moments as well um but I did keep it all in just you know kept it and suffered in silence sort of thing so you know and unfortunately sort of there's one part of me because it's so been so instilled in me I think you know that I I do tend to clam up I think I do, you know if anyone says you're okay yeah I'm fine you know, <laughs> that's my stock answer I always remember a friend of mine sort of you know oh, a number of years ago now when I was going through a bit of a rough time she said I wish you wouldn't say that because I know you're not fine you know sort of thing. <laughs> no, no, am I you know which I know now probably if I'd have opened up a bit more it probably would have been better but um but yeah so I, I think things are improving now in that you know people are more willing to, to talk and you know I think sort of years ago there was all this sort of I don't know almost a shame about it wasn't there so you didn't really sort of you know let on people might sort of think oh you're weak you know pull yourself together you know it's all that sort of attitude wasn't it really there's a there's a lot more services available as well you know whether that's well-being coaches mentors and, and I think that's a real positive that I'm seeing as a result of the pandemic. There are more services available for people to go and get help from, which is which has got to be a good thing. And obviously services like yours. So what's the future of hands-on and work then? So we've talked a bit about you're going to be doing the massage again. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um... I was actually quite encouraged um, because it was from the was it the 12th of April this year when restrictions were eased a little that we could actually go back um, and I contacted all our uh, regular corporate clients to say look you know, I, I appreciate you might not be in a position yet you know but when you are we're here um, and I was actually quite encouraged with the response you know so many of them saying oh thank goodness we've missed you so much you know straight <laughs> away um, there's others obviously who said, so, well, we're not quite ready yet, but perhaps revisit it about now, June, July. So, yeah, I'm I'm feeling quite positive about that, that we will definitely get back into the workplace. I think we have been missed. Oh, I can <laughs> imagine. And we've missed doing it as well. Yeah. You know, we love doing it. So, um, so yes, yeah, so more of that, definitely build that back up again. As I was saying, we, we've now created the, these other things like the desk yoga, um, the mindfulness. We've got some um, cheeky gong videos, which is a fusion of Reiki and Qigong, which is very meditative. Uh-huh. And, you know, so that's all very good for like the mental health. And, you know, so there's quite a few things now that we've sort of added to our repertoire, if you like. And so Brilliant. we can sort of carry on doing this hybrid of sort of online and, and on site. So, yeah. That's brilliant. I can imagine it's a very rewarding business to do that. Yeah. But in relation to, to you, can you recall a time that you feel has been the most rewarding? Yeah, there's um, a couple of things really. The, one of them I remember going going back to Chamber of Commerce. That I'm pretty sure it's only contacted me to say, well, you know, could you offer some work experience? And my immediate reaction was no. <laughs> 
well, I can't do that. <laughs> Only because I was scared, thinking, well, what would I do? Um, and then I thought about it because it was actually um, two students from uh, New College Worcester, which is for the visually impaired. And um, there were two girls there who were interested in going on to sort of study complementary therapies. And I thought, yes, I'm sure I could do something. So anyway, so we had the two of them with their, with their teacher and basically we, we took them to one of our clients who ran a conference rooms, but upstairs um, her husband had a business. And so we, we set up a, the massage chair in the conference rooms and then the people from upstairs came down to have a massage. And all we did really was guide the girls to yeah. wear the and to watch them work, you know, because obviously it was so intuitive because obviously they couldn't see. So it was all literally the power of touch, you know. Wow. And, um, and that was great. And then later on in the afternoon, one of my private clients, um, really lovely, sort of said, oh, they can come over here and give me a couch massage. So they then <laughs> did a nice oiled back massage for her. But it was so interesting because they both worked in such different ways. You know, yeah. the one was definitely very holistic, very spiritual. And I could see her doing things like Indian head massage. And the other one was definitely more get in there, you know, <laughs> yeah, going down the sports therapy route you know so um yeah so that that was great I, I really enjoyed that fantastic that sounds really rewarding but oh, it was. so who who inspires you Kathy in the world of well-being there is a lady called Jane Johnson who she's a physiotherapist but she was also a massage therapist She's written tons of books, tons and tons of books. But I went on a, a course of a couple of years ago that she was running all to do with um, postural and analysis, things like this. But she is one of these people who just gives, you know, she gives yes. such good value. She wasn't just there to sort of like, you know, this is my course, blah, blah, blah. She's she's just so supportive she, she's got a brilliant sort of Facebook group as well where you know you can ask her anything and over and above even on that course of what was in the content she was just she's just one of those people who, who just imparts so much knowledge you know and you know some 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 people you sort of come across and it literally is just very black and white and you know give give us your money type of thing whereas she's just so enthusiastic about what she does that she just wants everybody to know everything and you know it's, she yeah she, she's really good she's really really inspiring ah so I what was it like jane johnson did you jane say? johnson yeah. yeah yeah and she she got a you said a face she's got a facebook group she has got a Facebook group. It's one where you have to be invited. But it's called the Friendly Physio. Right. Uh, okay. If you looked up Jane Johnson, you you would see no end of, of books. That ah. Okay. Then. Yeah, she is brilliant. Interesting, Kathy. The time has suddenly oh, <laughs> evaporated. <no. laughs> We've been chatting already for over half an hour. Um, can for our listeners. How can they connect with you? What's the best way for them to get in touch? Um, okay, well, we've got, well, to get in touch with me personally, they, they can, um, my email is just info at handsonatwork.com 
www.cooperativeco.uk. Um, we've obviously got the website, we've got um, Facebook page, we've got Twitter, we've got LinkedIn. I mean, there's all those usual sort of channels, really. Um, but yeah, or, you know, just go to the, the website and contact me from there. And uh, but yeah, if anyone's interested in having this in or just wants to chat or wants to join the team, we're always looking for people to join the team. That would be great. Fantastic. And also, just to mention uh, your book before we go. So for all those people out there that are hoping to set up their own <laughs> massage business, they can find your book, Rubbing Shoulders with the Rubbing Best. Rubbing Shoulders with the Best. Yeah. And where again, can they find that? Um, again, we've, we've got a Facebook page, which is Rubbing Shoulders with the best and also a website which rubbing shoulders with the best.co.uk um it is available from either of those and also from amazon if you wanted to purchase a copy fabulous kathy it's been a sheer delight thank you so much for your time no well, thank you yeah i've really enjoyed that good good luck with the book thank you <laughs> all the best thanks a lot you too bye and the 1st of July for our Feeling Great workshop. We'll be looking at confidence and how we can help you to build your confidence to go on to achieve great success. If you'd like to find how to get your ticket, visit our website at www.advanceyourwellbeing.co.uk and we'll see you there.